Hey guys, welcome back to the Sprinkler Nerd Show. I'm your host, Andy Humphrey. I had to get myself going today. I had to smile, I had to wake my mind up because I have something super fun to share with you. And it's a bit of a brain share. It's a bit of, um, I don't know, just something that's been on my mind recently that um, you know has to do with the latest and greatest irrigation technology, kind of uh, what we call it, how we define it, and just my thoughts on that. So I think I just want to play the intro and get right into this show. So hang tight and let's jump in. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. All right, here's what I have for you today. I'm going to ask you a very specific question And then we're going to use the question and the possible answers. Uh, We're going to frame that in this episode today, okay? Now, the question or the topic that I'm going to ask you has really been surfacing for me more and more over the last couple of years, and I would say much more so in the past couple of weeks. And I wanted to, to share it with you because I think you might find it valuable also. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, okay? And before I share it with you, I I just keep in mind that what I share on this podcast is literally just the mind of Andy, okay? This is just what I'm thinking about, and I hope it resonates with you. And I kind of say that, or it may sound like it's a disclaimer, and perhaps it is, (laughs) but I really think that my purpose uh, on solo episodes like this, and perhaps just in general, is really to encourage you to think critically about topics that you may feel you already know about. Some of these topics you might even find yourself or consider yourself to be an expert in. And I want you to think critically about the things that you think you know, because in order to unlock something new, I have this belief that you need to unthink and relearn. No, no, actually, I have that backwards. Rethink and unlearn what you think you know. That's how you can open new opportunities, new avenues, new thought processes, and create new ideas, new original ideas. Okay, so here is my question for you. And I want you to think about it. I'm going to ask this question, and I want you to really think about it, okay? Here's my question. What is a smart controller? Think about that question. What is a smart controller? Think about all the things controllers do. What is a smart controller? Think about it as specifically as you can. And your first thought might, it might be that this is an obvious, the the answer is obvious. Okay. That might be your first thought is, yeah, Andy, I know what a smart controller is. It's obvious. But I want you to really think about it. I want you to think about exactly what does that mean? Okay. And before I answer it for you, I I really want you to chew on this because there's a reason that I'm asking and just keep thinking about it. What is a smart controller? What makes it smart? Okay. And you're probably wondering why I'm asking you this question and we're going to get to that. (laughs) I asked this question because I think that the answer is a bit of a gray area. 
I think that the answer historically in the past may have been very specific, but I think it is now a gray area, okay? I think that if we sat down 50 people in a room, irrigation contractors, landscape contractors, landscape architects, and the general public, and we asked them this question, what is a smart controller? We would have many different answers, okay? And that's why I think it's a gray area. And I think that we use the words smart irrigation, smart water, smart this, smart that, like really loosely, which I feel like causes a lot of confusion in the minds potentially of your clients, but really it causes confusing in the minds, it causes confusion in the minds of us industry because we should all have the exact same answer for this question. What is a smart controller? It should be so obvious, so clear that we all have the same answer. And I promise that might be a strong word. I have a hunch that we would all have slightly different answers, okay? So that's the thought that's been on my mind. What is a smart controller? And it's, it's got a couple, um, hmm, how do I describe this? There's a couple things about this, okay? So what if I told you you could buy a smart controller on Amazon for less than 100 bucks, okay? You might tell me, no, Andy, that's not a smart controller, because perhaps you have a vision in your mind or a perception of what a smart controller is and what you can buy on Amazon might not be a smart controller. But what if it was called a smart controller, right? That's a gray area. That causes confusion. So I think you would tell me that it's not a smart controller. If you can buy it on Amazon, it's not a smart controller. So this is why I'm asking this question, because my belief is that the phrase smart controller has become so vague that it's lost its meaning. And we make up our own meaning, our own meaning. So instead of being clear and specific and all on the same page, we all have our own definition of what a smart controller is. <laughs> so I've done a little bit of homework and I was actually um, reading the Irrigation Association's uh, Master Guide, okay? So if you're not familiar with this book, it's just titled Irrigation, and it's by the Irrigation Association. I picked up a copy at the IA show, the most recent version. It's the sixth edition, and there are over a 1,000 pages in this book. So if you want, like, the world's best guide to irrigation where you can look up anything and find a pretty solid answer, get the Irrigation sixth edition book because it's a fantastic reference. So in the book, again, this is over a thousand pages. It's like the most detailed book on irrigation in the world. I came across something that I found really interesting. Okay. And it is, you know, smart irrigation controllers as defined by the irrigation association. And I think you're going to find this um, interesting. And I think maybe for many of you, this is what you thought of when I asked you the question, what is a smart irrigation controller? This might actually be what you, what you think it is. And that's awesome if you do. Okay. So here is how the irrigation association defines smart irrigation controllers. Okay. They are controllers that reduce outdoor water use by monitoring and using information about site conditions such as soil moisture, rain, wind, slope, soil, plant type, and more, and applying the right amount of water based on those factors. 
That's the definition. <laughs> Controllers that reduce outdoor water use by monitoring and using information about site conditions, such as soil moisture, rain, wind, slope, soil, plant factors, and more. Okay? That is the Irrigation Association's definition of smart irrigation controllers. And I don't know about you, but I think that doesn't, to me, that isn't really specific, okay? Well, I take that back. It is specific, but it's one feature. <laughs> so the Irrigation Association defines smart as one feature, okay? The feature that allows the controller to automatically adjust based on the, the site and the climate. That is it. It's a one feature phrase. Smart is one feature, automatically adjusting based on climate and site conditions. Okay, so now I would ask you, is Wi-Fi smart? Is flow monitoring smart? Is water budgeting smart? Is leak detection smart? Is automatically optimizing concurrent zone operation to maintain a specific volume of water smart? Are there other capabilities of a controller that are equal to or greater in importance than just automatically adjusting based on climate? I, I think yes. <laughs> I think all of those capabilities are quote-unquote smart, yet smart is defined by adjusting the controller based on site conditions and climate, okay? So this was sort of what's been on my mind recently is we use this word, smart irrigation, smart controller, but we use it so loosely because its definition hasn't been, you know, really um, emphasized enough that it's a one feature, right? And I don't know that generalizing smart controllers and making it or defining it as one feature is good enough. I think that we need, you know, to incorporate um, other, other features and more, right? That I think that we, a smart controller isn't just one that adjusts based on the weather, okay? So I, I was curious and I asked this, uh, you know, new AI, ChatGPT, I, I wanted to see what ChatGPT defined a smart controller to be. So here's the response. Hope you're as curious as I was. Uh, the AI says, a smart irrigation controller is an electronic device that controls the watering of lawns and gardens using weather data and other factors to determine the optimum watering schedule. It can automatically adjust the watering based on factors such as precipitation, temperature, and soil moisture, and can also be controlled and monitored remotely using smartphone or other device. This can help to conserve water and reduce water bills. So right there, ChatGPT added to the definition of smart irrigation controller by saying that it can be controlled and monitored remotely using smartphone or other devices. But the Irrigation Association doesn't necessarily define it that way, okay? So again, I think we are, I think it's a gray area. <laughs> I think that we use it very loosely. I think that all manufacturers tend to say they have a smart controller, yet all the controllers work slightly differently, 
not in terms of adjusting for weather per se, but in terms of the feature set that's available that gets lumped in together under the word smart. All right. I've got one more um, reference. This is actually how the EPA describes smart watering. Figured we should go kind of to the source, although they're not the source, they're the source for the labeling, right? The WaterSense program. So the EPA WaterSense labels two types of irrigation controllers that can help homeowners and businesses make their irrigation scheduling more water efficient. Weather-based irrigation controllers use local weather and landscape conditions to tailor watering schedules, and soil moisture-based irrigation controllers, also known as SMS controllers, monitor moisture levels in the soil to prevent irrigation when water is not needed. Okay, so the, so the EPA defined it as two types. One, weather-based. Two, soil moisture-based. I get that. Uh, and again, they only uh, describe it as you know, adjusting for climate. That is what smart watering is, okay? Now, to earn the WaterSense label, irrigation controllers are independently certified to meet specific WaterSense criteria for efficiency and performance. Controllers that use either weather or soil moisture data can be labeled under those respective specifications. Some controllers use both types of data concurrently, and those must be certified under both specifications to bear the WaterSense label. Okay, and then so not only is smart a gray area, then we add on this water sense label. And it's almost like it's making all the controllers the same. If your controller has a water sense label, it has the same performance according to the EPA as all the other controllers that have the water sense label. So there's little differentiation from one to the other, because we've kind of almost like washed out the value or the meaning of smart. I think that, let's roll back the clock, 20 years ago, could you adjust your controller based on the weather? Absolutely you could, right? Weather stations have been used in irrigation scheduling for decades. However, the cost to implement such a system had been very expensive. Not only was a weather station, you know, $10,000 or more, you had to have a $10,000 or more control system in order to make it happen. So it was very, very expensive. And a lot of the tools that are available now weren't available then, but I don't know that we called them smart. I don't know that, you know, that particular feature, a smart system was used back then. So we, somebody came up with this word smart and it has just sort of like, I feel like it's begun to wash the value away from other very important technologies that I think could have a better impact on not only reducing water usage, but also giving better control of the system that don't have to do with adjusting the schedules based on climate. There's a lot more to it. So part of me feels like, and this is just, again, me um, thinking on my own and asking you a question and hoping that at some point we could have a discussion together um, that I sort of feel like the use of the word smart is very similar to the use of the word green. Okay. So I think we're seeing less use of the word green, but for a long time you saw green, this green, that, and there was this term that, that um, got used called greenwashing. Okay. And I, I want to ask you if you've ever heard of the term greenwashing. <laughs> I have a, a definition here I'm going to read to you, but I think that the word smart 
is used too often, and it's a lot like using the word green, and it doesn't define anything. It's not strong enough. It's not powerful enough, and it can be used by almost anyone, right? You could just say, hey, I've got a smart controller, and it does X, Y, Z, and someone else could say, I have a smart controller, and it does A, B, C, and they do completely different things, but they're both called a smart controller, okay? So I feel like that's a lot like greenwashing, and here's a definition of greenwashing uh, that I grabbed from uh, National Geographic, just a well-known you know, company, uh, grab this definition from their website. And it says that greenwashing is a form of misinformation used to entice an aspiring green consumer. Companies promising to be sustainable, biodegradable, or environmentally conscious sometimes fail to meet the promises they make to consumers. All right. And I think that similarly, there's like this false promise that a smart controller actually reduces water. And I think there's a difference between actually reducing water and potentially reducing water, two completely separate topics. And I have spoken about this before, but I, I believe that the controller, you know, let's stay on topic. The smart controller doesn't save any water. Okay, is not a device that you can just hang up, push a button, and walk away. It takes a smart user, here I go, using the word smart again, an intelligent user that knows how to use the product that is capable of saving water, but the product itself doesn't save water. It's not like a toilet that every time you flush it, you know, the same amount of water goes through it, and all you have to do is change the flush valve, and now you're using less water. The, the human doesn't have to do anything in that situation. You switch the toilet from a high flush toilet to a low flush toilet, and it immediately starts to reduce water usage. But irrigation controllers are different. So again, I don't believe it's the controller that saves water. It's only the human or the manager who knows how to use the controller that has the potential to save water. So I feel like we've really begun to use this word smart extremely generically, which doesn't help the consumer. And it doesn't help us as industry um, send the right message to the consumer as well as differentiate our products and services from one another. Okay. I think that there are, you know, technologies like leak detection, right? Like uh, water budgeting, like water prioritization or water source prioritization that are super smart. Yet, according to the Irrigation Association, a smart irrigation controller is just one feature that automatic adjustment. So that's, that's really all I wanted to, uh, to tickle your brain with today is just to kind of rethink and unlearn what it is you know about smart irrigation, smart water, smart controllers, and to be conscious of your use of the word smart because I don't know that it's a strong enough word. And I don't know what the right word is. I'm just sort of encouraging you to perhaps pick a different word, come up with one, and uh, maybe collectively we can figure out a better approach. But um, yeah, just something that was on my mind. I hope that resonates a little bit. Hope that made you think and uh, hope it was on topic with irrigation technology and uh, perhaps improving your business, improving your service, improving your knowledge um, about irrigation and technology in your business. So Thanks so much for listening. Can't wait to uh, bring another guest here on the show. I've got a number of people 
lined up and I've just been having a little bit of scheduling conflicts to get some episodes recorded, but I do have a number of awesome guests lined up to share with you guys and I'm very excited to make that happen in the future. So hope you have an awesome weekend. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode.